There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. People like to talk about being self-made men. There is no such thing. None of us made ourselves. All that we are and all that we have comes from the Lord our Maker. This is the name we've come to in our study today of the names of God, and it is found for us in Psalm 95. Now, Psalm 95 is actually packed full of names, titles, and symbols for God. For example, in verse 1, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. So there's Jehovah. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. This is one of the, the symbolic names for God that is used frequently in Scripture. He's the rock. Verse 2, Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. So now we have Him as the great God and we have Him as the great King. In verse 4, In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is His also. The sea is His, and He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. And then we come to verse 6. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. The Lord, our Maker. Jehovah Hosinu. What does this mean? The Lord, our Maker. It's a reminder of where we came from. Could I, could I say to every person listening today, don't forget where you came from. How easy it is to forget where we've come from and how we got here. Do you know how you got here? God made you. In fact, go all the way back to the book of Genesis. From the very beginning, we have this picture of man in God's hands. If you read the creation account, you discover that God spoke uh, most all of creation into existence. We, we get pretty artistic talking about how he did it, but really God just said, light, there was light, it was very good. He, he spoke, that's the power of his word. But when it came to day six and the time to, to create man, to make man, the Bible says he literally formed man of the dust of the ground. I think that there was a, a picture there God wanted us to have and not forget. The only thing that it says God shaped with his own hands was man, from the beginning, God intended that we would be in His hands. This was not just about creation. This was about all of life. The idea is you've got to remember where you came from so you'll remember who you are and remember where you're going. Paul said it this way, For of Him and through Him and to Him are all things. He's the Creator. He's the Sustainer. He's the Judge. He is the Lord our Maker. The rest of the psalm tells us more about the Lord our Maker and our response to Him. It says, For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Does that sound vaguely familiar? If you've been with us in the study, we just came to the Lord our Shepherd, Jehovah Rohi. So we've seen Him this way already. Now the Lord is connecting all of these names. Isn't this beautiful? That the God who made us is the God who leads us? 
uh, that the God of creation is the God of every day. And then he goes on to say, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their heart and they have not known my ways and to whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Now why would God talk about the Lord our Maker in connection to this historical account of Israel hardening their heart and going their own way. He's saying to the entire nation, I made you what you are. We're not just referring here to to physical creation. Certainly, He is the Lord our Maker in that sense. But He's referring to all of life. Do you understand that every ability you have, God gave you? That every breath you take, God gave you? That every open door and opportunity that is presented to you, uh, you can thank the Lord for His goodness in your life? Uh, that everything that is at your disposal, you didn't get that for yourself. Others didn't give that to you. The Lord is the one who has given you everything that you have and made you everything that you are. Now, that ought to humble us, frankly. Now, that ought to bring us back to center, so to speak, and push the reset button and remind us not only who God is, but who we are in light of that. If He is the Lord, our Maker, then we are His possession. We are His possession by creation. We are His possession by redemption. We are His possession by by right and by lordship. We belong to Him. So what should our response be to the name, the Lord, our Maker? Well, first of all, there should be worship. Uh, In the very verse where the name is used, it says, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. He uses not only the word worship, but he uses the posture of worship, the bowing down, the kneeling before. What is this? This is a posture of submission. This is a posture of gratitude. This is a posture of lowliness. It is a recognition that God is high and that God is everything. Could I challenge you today to spend some time in personal worship? When we say worship, we're not just talking about public worship, corporate worship. We're not just talking about uh, a couple times a week gathering with a group of people in what we refer to as a worship service. Friends, you ought to have a worship meeting today. Worship God where you are and acknowledge Him as the Lord your Maker. And then, not only should we worship, we should follow. The Bible says in the next verse, He is our God, we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. By His hand, He feeds. We like that part, don't we? But by His hand, He also leads. You see, we we want God to give, 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 but we don't want God to guide, guide, guide. We sure like the Lord giving the blessings. But when the Lord starts giving commands and instruction and reproof, we don't like that as much. And yet the sheep must submit to the leadership of the shepherd. May I say to you that an attitude of worship will lead to a life of obedience. And so if you begin by worshiping the Lord as your Maker it will be much easier than to follow His directives, to simply say to Him, You know, Lord, You see everything from the beginning to the end. You know what is best. I'm just going to follow You. I'm just a sheep, but You're the shepherd. You're in charge. You're the boss. Lead on. So our response to the name, the Lord our Maker, is first worship. It is second, following the Lord. And it is thirdly, listening to the Lord. These things are all connected, of course, But the Bible says, today, if you will hear His voice, harden not your heart. I wonder, are you in tune with God today? 
today. That's the operative word here. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, not what you used to be, not what you hope to be. What are you today? Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. It's pretty rough to harden yourself against the one who made you. It's like the clay saying to the potter, uh, I, I don't need to be in your hands anymore, and it hardens up. It's like the clay saying to the potter, you don't know what you're doing. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. God says, don't do that. Instead, when you hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit today, even now as God is speaking to you by His Spirit and through His Word, as He's using things in your life, listen to Him. Listen and obey whatever it is He's saying to you. Take Israel as the great illustration in Psalm 95. It never turns out well when you stop worshiping. It never turns out well when you stop following. And it never turns out well when you stop listening. God made man of the dust of the ground. Someday we're all going back to the dust of the ground and the Spirit is returning to God who gave it. We are going to answer to the Lord our Maker. Meditate on the name today and allow it to impact the way you live your life. We were told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.